It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, NFL fans? It is Locked On NFL, and I know my boy here, Luke Braun, has some things to say to the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons, of course, trading away Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts. We're going to break it all down, and Luke's going to go off on today's episode of Locked On NFL. (laughs) You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, NFL fans? It is another episode of Locked On NFL, and it is Tuesday, so you've got Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL, daily host of the Locked On Vikings podcast. Myself, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, daily host of Locked On uh, Saints podcast. We're here with you every Tuesday, bringing you a deeper dive into everything going on around the NFL. We appreciate you so much for making Locked On NFL your first listen of the day every day, whether you're watching uh, on YouTube or you're checking us out on your favorite podcast podcast provider. We appreciate you getting us into your routine as we are live here on YouTube. But don't worry if you're not catching it live, you can always catch it later as well. We want to thank our uh, sponsor for today's podcast, Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliable, low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and let them know that Locked On sent you. Luke, the Atlanta Falcons fumbled the bag, man. They fumbled Mm. the bag. They went after Deshaun Watson. They fractured a relationship with Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan is now an Indianapolis Colt. This was a bad move by the Atlanta Falcons. This this is a bad moment for the Falcons. Look, maybe trading away Matt Ryan, hitting the reset button, maybe that's what the franchise... Look, everything comes to an end, right? Time, time is undefeated. But here's the deal. For it to end like this is such a disservice to what Matt Ryan meant to that franchise. Mm -hmm. And this is, I'm thinking of Falcons fans. You're a Saints fan. You might not be too sympathetic to Falcons fans. I am, all right? The Vikings and the Falcons, we've got a little friendship going on. (laughs) All right? They've beaten the Packers for us a couple of times. You know, we ended the Saints. Like, we got, we're homies. And so I feel feel bad for my friend right now. That's what this is. It's, so here's the deal. Like, Going after Deshaun Watson, Saints, Panthers, Falcons, going after him, not getting him and stuff. There's this whole like moral thing. You had a great episode on your show last week about it that everybody should go listen to. That is its own thing, right? But just the idea of going after another quarterback and just torpedoing (laughs) your relationship with the face of your franchise. And because you did that, you're trading him for peanuts. Mm. Like, look. Trade your star quarterback away, get a huge haul, pull a Seattle, right? Like right. they are hitting the reset button, but they got their money's worth and there's a value conversation and maybe they end up better off at the end of it if they hit on the draft. Like there's at least merit to that. And you're like, hey, we're hitting the reset button, but we're hitting it on purpose and we're going to hit the ground running with all these new assets. The Falcons didn't get anything. They got a third round pick. And usually that can make sense if there's like a big contract, right? If, if you're dumping a whole bunch of money on the other team, you get less draft compensation in return. 
you're getting something back. You're just getting money instead of picks. It's just a different kind of currency. Uh, they aren't getting money either. They're, they save a total of $9 million on the 2022 season. They eat a $40 million dead cap hit. And the Colts get Matt Ryan for two years under 20, I think under 25 million in cap hit. Like that's a contending price. For that's a, third a round that, pick. for a third round a third pick. Round so, pick. and the only reason that was possible is because you blew it. Yeah, and you ruined the relationship. And so now you have to eat terrible value. Your reset starts like suffocated by this terrible dead cap hit. You have no roster to speak of. I mean, Aaron Freeman at, at Locked On Falcons has this whole name five Falcons thing. Can you? <laughs> I can't. Name five active Falcons who are allowed to play for the Falcons in the 2022 NFL season. I cannot do it. And they are just stuck in hell with an absolute wasteland of a roster and no assets to fix it. It's going to get dark in Atlanta. And it's such a shame that, what, 14 years of Matt Ryan? Mm-hmm. They get to one Super Bowl. The the thing happened. And that's the best it gets. Yeah. And, and then they I, turn I don't, around here in 2022 and blow another lead because they were actually in the lead in the conversation for most people when it came to the idea around landing Deshaun Watson. They go from landing Deshaun Watson to possibly starting Marcus Mariota in mm-hmm. 2022, or Josh Rosen or Felipe Franks. Like Those mm-hmm. are your guys right now at quarterback if you're Atlanta, where you had Matt Ryan, like you were fine, and you could have gone into the draft and then you know drafted a young quarterback, had him behind Matt Ryan for a year or two, and kind of done it the more traditional way. But now you've just kind of torpedoed into a rebuild that you probably should have already started. And I feel bad about all this from a little bit of a perspective as well, because Terry Fontenot, who's the general manager there, is a New Orleans Saints guy. Like he was a career long New That's Orleans right. Saints front office member. And then he went to become he, the, go ahead. Is he a sleeper? I, I did mean, come in two years later, trade away Matt Ryan, torpedo the franchise. Trade, listen, like what's the first thing he did? Trade Julio Jones. <gasps> is he a sleeper? I will not confirm nor deny <laughs> Luke's report. Okay. I will not, I will not buy into this. Oh, no, you belichick him. But, but it's wild, isn't it? Like goes to this rival team. And then all of a sudden, like Julio Jones is out. Calvin really is getting suspended for gambling. We got, we had a great conversation about that episode two weeks or mm-hmm. that whole situation on our episode two weeks ago. They go after Deshaun Watson, which creates all of this turmoil in any phase fan base where you're going after Deshaun Watson. They sever a relationship with Matt Ryan to the point where they have to trade him away for a third round pick. And the Saints got two third round picks out of it. Like, yeah, it's it, it's a wild situation, but I feel bad because now I feel like everybody's going to be looking at Terry Fontenot, myself included, and going, hey, are you ready to be a general manager here? Because so far, not really it, like it's not looking very good for him. There's no way, right? It's one thing if your plan, you know, you're going to do the Ryan Poles thing, like what he's doing in Chicago. His plan is to come in. This is a broken mess. Let's scrap it for parts and let's build something with focus. Mm -hmm. And let's do that, right? Like, let's okay, there's your plan. We'll see how it works. And we understand. We'll be patient with it and stuff. But whenever you're delaying the start of that, like, if you want to rebuild, do it. But if you're delaying the start of the rebuild, it's a bad rebuild. Fans don't Falcons fans don't deserve to wade through the marshes that they are going to have to wave through wade through. They deserve better than what the Falcons have done here. Yeah. And you look at this NFC South division, you look at the NFC at this point, which is like vacant of quarterbacks at this point. Every quarterback's going to the AFC. And that's what I want to that's what we're going to dig into next is the rest of the quarterback movement, because there's still Jimmy mm-hmm. Garoppolo, there's still Baker Mayfield, there's still these quarterbacks that can be on the move, whether they're going to the AFC 
heading to the NFC, sticking around in the NFC, doesn't really matter. I just kind of want to know where these guys are going and what that means for the rest of the market. Because a lot of these pass catchers might still be waiting to see where quarterbacks go and who's available where. If I'm a pass catcher, if I'm a wide receiver, I'm going to want to know who's throwing the ball to me. And things are a little Mm -hmm. bit more clear. Things got clearer in New Orleans today. Things got not so clear in Atlanta today, but there are still those two quarterbacks that are set to be traded. Let's talk about that next. Yeah. And let's maybe get into the Colts too, if we can. Oh, yeah. We got some Colts talk. (laughs) but i'll tell you what before we do that i want to talk about our friends over at bet online luke i don't know about you but i'm loving loving the college basketball tournament it has been a ton of fun and it's even Mm -hmm. more fun when you get a little skin on the game right get like involved with everything get to put down a whole bunch of stuff if you want to be if you want to bet on who's going to win the whole thing you want to bet on who's going to win round to round you got player performance props whole bunch of stuff that you can dive into over at bet online who are the official sports betting partners here on the locked on podcast network there are exclusives there are bays they're not going anywhere so we love them uh and we love all the different options that you get because if you don't want to bet on basketball you've got football you've got uh hockey with all the big trades the the nhl trade deadline was today so i'm sure there's a whole bunch of different like shifting odds based upon these big names moving all over the place baseball's right around the corner ton for you to get on luke i know your favorite part is the live betting module i love the live betting live betting is a good one yeah you You got a 16 seed weirdly (laughs) keeping up in a game and you you know it's gonna fall apart i made a little money on that this week yep (laughs) absolutely absolutely lots of good stuff and even your favorite vegas casino games as well so go check them out bet online your online sportsbook experts Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And Luke, as we continue on, let's get into some Colts talk because... As Can I interrupt you? On. Oh, yes. Please. Oh, did it happen? It happened. Vikings yes. got Zedarius Smith. I knew it. I, We're I in, like, baby. I was like, look, something has happened. Something has happened. <laughs> Luke try- is really excited about it. I was trying not to interrupt the ad read, but we got it, baby. Oh, that is so huge. Here's the thing. Two things. A, it is such a perfect fit for the Vikings and what they're doing. I don't care how much he costs at all. Whatever the contract is, I'm right. going to be happy with it. I love getting this man. He's very good. I don't care how old he is. He's very good. And it also ruins him for the Packers. And now they can't really like him that much without picturing him a little bit in a Packers jersey. And I know that that's a thing because Packers fans never talk to me about Brett Favre anymore. It is so good. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> okay. Take Let's that, <laughs> Peter Bukowski. <laughs> Eat it, Peter Bukowski. <laughs> As always, we appreciate you so much for making Locked on NFL your first listen of the day every day. Thanks again for being here with us, whether you're live here on YouTube. Don't forget that you can go into the chat. I see a lot of Vikings fans right now super excited in the chat. We got them, Zadarius Smith. Luke, it broke. <laughs> Everyone's really excited about it, so that's really great. Uh, but we're going we're gonna to come back to it. Let's come back to this. Let's pick up where we wanted to leave off with this Matt Ryan situation and the Indianapolis Colts. How's that sound? Uh, maybe. I don't know. The Aaron Wilson deleted the tweet breaking the news. So, Oh, okay. So the now it's weird. 
So let's Oh, this is a fun thing to enjoy live. <laughs> For real. Okay. So let's let that settle. Yeah. Um, and then we'll we'll circle back to it because that could be really interesting. I wonder if hasn't he already changed his mind once before? Well, he, yeah, he did it. He did that with the Ravens. Something happened with their deal. They balked or something. It looked the deal was pretty low, so maybe it was just a money thing. I don't really know what happened there. Maybe something similar happened, or maybe he uh, Aaron Wilson just wasn't supposed to say that yet. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that'll happen. Wasn't ready yet. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We got the Indianapolis Colts here. They gave up a third round pick to get their next quarter back five straight years, five different starting quarterbacks week one. They now move ahead with Matt Ryan, though, and I'm not going to lie. I think Matt Ryan's a good quarterback, and I think it's a good fit for Indy, and I think it's a win for Indy big time. Uh, Yeah, I think <laughs> part of it's the price, and part of it is just like, look, Indy has been, I think somebody else in the Vikings community compared them to the 90s Vikings, the Denny Green Vikings, Mm -hmm. where they sorted through Warren Moon and then Randall Cunningham and then Jeff George. And they kind of had like a different journeyman every time. Um, And the Colts have been like that five different quarterbacks in the last five years. Sometimes it's 37 year old Philip Rivers and they get it. Sometimes it's Carson Wentz or it's Jacoby Brissett. That doesn't work out as well. Matt Ryan's not washed. Like right. he's still, I mean, he's not probably not the guy who was in his prime and it can kind of happen, but he's not Philip Rivers whose arm was cooked by the end of that. Like Matt Ryan's still very much a good quarterback. The price is right for them. They have the ability to build a contender here and that has to be super exciting, especially among a division that's kind of fall. I mean, you've got the Texans, which are barely an organization right now. You have the Jaguars, who knows what they're doing. And the the Titans, they were the one seed in the AFC, but they still have plenty of problems in their own right. And yeah. so it feels like that AFC South, if you're building something real, you know, it'd be a different thing if you were in the AFC West doing this and you've got to climb through all this stuff or the NFC West, you've got to climb through, you know, these this Rams team and all that. In the AFC South, this is kind of a great, uh, the the iron is hot and it's time to strike and the Colts are striking. And I like that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I love for Matt Ryan in this situation is that he gets Jonathan Taylor tailback. That's my favorite part of all this is that he gets the running game behind him as well, which can help to extend that quarterback's career. It's where you're not seeing the arm get cooked like Phillip Rivers and all that. It's where you start to see a little bit more of what he's able to do with a run game because the Atlanta Falcons haven't had a run game in the last few seasons. Like they've been struggling at running back. I mean, their lead running back last year was basically uh, Cordero Patterson playing a hybrid role. And then you had a little bit of Mike Davis in there as well. So look, the Indianapolis Colts draft 42, which puts them in great, great position in the second round to circle around and get him another, you know, wide receiver weapon. They have a good defense. There are a lot of good young players have a great offensive line there, which they could still work on and work to improve upon, maybe get another blindside left tackle protector, Mm -hmm. you know, upgrade that spot. Maybe Teron Armstead doesn't sign in Miami. He's visiting in Miami right now. He's probably the top tackle free agent one of the top free agents available. He could potentially be in the cards for Indianapolis. So I think you find that protection. You find him another weapon that pairs along with uh, that pairs along with Michael Pittman. You'll see exactly what goes on with T.Y. Hilton. But I think that in all of that, you have a really good team that needed a quarterback because they didn't. I mean, look, Carson Wentz wasn't it last year. Like Carson Wentz was carried by Jonathan Taylor the back half of the season. If we're being completely honest, like the guy was just not the guy. So then they trade him away to Washington and then they make a move on a third round pick, flip one of those third round picks or the third round pick from the season to bring in Matt Ryan. I think they upgraded big time and I think they can continue to upgrade around the offense as well. So yeah, that, I like no, that. 
I, I, lo- I love it for the Colts. And I've been very critical of the Colts, mostly because, I mean, I was really critical when of the Grigson years where they had this terrible roster and it kind of did Andrew Luck so dirty. And it feels like they're still, they've always just been trying to climb out of that hole. And right now they basically have a free year of contention funded by the Atlanta Falcons. Go take it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And now there are these other quarterbacks that are set to be on the move. We've now seen Aaron Rodgers stay in Green Bay. We've seen Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos. We watched Deshaun Watson get traded to the to the Cleveland Browns in one of the most uncomfortable sort of mm-hmm. situations I've ever been a part of. Um, we see now Matt Ryan traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Baker Mayfield, who is still a Cleveland Brown at the moment, he requested He'll a go trade. somewhere. Yeah, they, he requested a trade. They told him we're not honoring that. And then they landed to Sean Watson. And so clearly they're going to be moving Baker Mayfield. And then Jimmy Garoppolo has consistently been the talk of, you know, the San Francisco 49ers moving him. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo gets moved into the draft. I think that there's still so much with that shoulder surgery and the throwing arm and all the other stuff. That's kind of maybe when his uh, when his value will peak a little bit because the draft picks won't get more valuable than they are on draft day. You know what I mean? And so I think because of that, that would be a good time for San Francisco to move but he could move sooner. And then we'll see what happens with Baker Mayfield. A couple of jobs that are open, Seattle, Atlanta, potentially. I know they landed Marcus Mariota. Now, by the way, the top 2000, top two picks of the 2015 NFL draft class, both in the NFC South as starting quarterbacks, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota set to play against one another twice in 2022. So that's pretty cool. Little extra storyline there. That is fun. So, but they could still potentially look for another quarterback. And then the Panthers could potentially look for another quarterback too. You see Baker Mayfield getting moved. You see Jimmy Garoppolo getting moved. Where are some places where they might end up? Yeah, I I feel like this whole quarterback carousel and the way it's kind of moving and also in weird ways staying the same, we got to talk about it, but it's got to be all about the market and like the quarterback market is this ever shifting thing in terms of who is on the market, who isn't on the market, who's the big name, who's the small name, what's everybody's price. And you got to be able to like focus in exactly when, like timing this is really important and manipulating that market. But there's another market that you can manipulate from the very comfort of your own home. And that is the car parts market where you can order something on rock auto. Let's say you need a part for your car, right? You need something new. Come on. That was phenomenal. You know, that was good. (laughs) You did not see that coming at all. No, I thought you were making points and now I will circle back to that. Um, But you know, yeah, go go, go to rockauto.com, order the part that your car needs. Don't just let the mechanic buy it for you. They're going to upcharge the hell out of you because they know that you don't know better. But that's the thing. You do know better. Go to Rock Auto. Why pay 30, 50, even 100% more for the exact same part from the exact same factory when you can get it delivered right to your door, bring it to the mechanic, say, I just pay it for the labor. Most mechanics will do that. Or if you just need like random stuff for your car, like windshield wiper fluid or jumper cables, you should all have that in your car. You can get all that stuff, anything you get at a brick and mortar auto shop, but you can save a little bit of money by cutting out that middleman and just go to rockauto.com. They're a family company. They've been doing this online for 15 years. You know, you can trust them. So head on over to rockauto.com and whatever you buy, just make sure you let them know in the how you heard about a section at checkout that locked on sent you. Rock Auto, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
All right, Luke, uh, you and I were at Super Bowl Radio Row together. Mm-hmm. When we were there, we talked to several analysts across the NFL, even some agents, people like that, that talked to us about how the NFL quarterback market this offseason was going to be an absolute frenzy. But then we heard Josh McDaniel commit to Derek Carr. We heard uh, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers were working on a new deal that would make him the highest paid quarterback mm-hmm. in NFL history, so on and so forth, right? All these sort of pieces started to fall into place. And it looked like, well, maybe this quarterback wasn't going to be as, in- or this quarterback uh, sort of carousel, if you will, wasn't going to be as interesting after all. Now, and then it was <laughs> absolute frenzy. Like it's a free yeah. fall. So as we mentioned, the two remaining dominoes to fall, if you will, Baker Mayfield, Jimmy Garoppolo, where are some places that we could potentially see them land if they're traded respectively from the Cleveland Browns and the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah, and like there are some teams that seem to have committed to their deal that could have been in the market, but now I guess they've decided that they aren't like the Saints and Vikings, our two teams. Saints did Jameis Winston today. The Vikings did Kirk Cousins a couple weeks ago. They're not going to be in on it, right? But I could still see like the Panthers making a push. Um, it seems like the Texans, as much as I've always thought of them as a QB needy team, they're giving Davis Mills a shot. And they also kind of understand, I guess, that they're in like their ninth lame duck year. So of, you know, 20 years of existence or however much right. it's been. So like they're it's rough out there for Texans fans. Um, but th- it doesn't seem like the even though Baker Mayfield to the Texans would make a lot of sense. He's got to be better than Davis Mills. Right. Right. Um, you but wonder if I th- maybe they're interested in the rookie class because they've got pick three and 13 overall. Maybe, maybe. that's the thing. I don't know. Yeah, very, very possible. Um, so like thinking through those, I don't know. I, it's more about for me, what's the market like? And right now, Jimmy Garoppolo, if, if people are too afraid of his shoulder, they want to wait for the draft. He's not really an option. So Baker Mayfield's like the right. only quarterback. And that's going to make you think about things uh, a lot differently. You know, I, the Falcons just got Marcus Mariota, but... Are they going to roll in with Marcus Mariota, who hasn't been a starter in a f- two years um, or somebody or or will they make a competition here? Will there be a, a quarterback competition or what about a team that will go out and draft one of those quarterbacks? I'm struggling to think of one right now, but then we'll have Baker Mayfield compete with that rookie. So that's where I'm trying to think. But right now is the time for the Browns because Baker, if you don't count Garoppolo, Baker's the only one. So yeah. you can sort of jack up the price on teams saying it's either this or nobody. Yeah, I have an interesting potential landing spot for Baker Mayfield. I don't know if it entirely makes sense. Uh, contracts and things like that would have to get worked out. But here's my kind of like crazy scenario outside of the folks that we know that are already looking for quarterbacks like Seattle. I just don't see Baker Mayfield as a fit with Pete Carroll. I just don't see that relationship working out. I didn't see Jameis Winston and Pete Carroll working out either when there were some whispers about the, Mm. you know, Jameis Winston being an absolute possibility for Seattle. I didn't really buy into that. So for me, when I look at a place for Baker Mayfield to wind up, what about the Detroit Lions and how interesting that would be? Like, that would be the, competition and what do they believe in with golf the the thing about it is golf is mega expensive right but to get that down you have to commit to more years of golf and the lions are very clearly not ready to compete yet so it might be just fine to just say okay we'll eat an awkward weird looking cap hit let this go and and say you know thanks for the picks you did a salary dump with the rams yep um so maybe you could do that and and have Baker Mayfield actually be the one playing for you, but you have to figure out a way to pay for it and stuff. Yeah, but it's weird. again, You're committing a large percentage of your salary cap in that case to quarterback, and but- that's that could be fine, right? Get your guy at whatever cost, but it kind of going back to what I said about the Falcons, 
they need to start building something. The Lions are just sort of sitting there waiting to start the rebuild. And they, they it's time to go. It's time to start at least building something that could win in the future, but like waiting to do that. That's that's what I said when they made the trade in the first place. I said, man, you're just going to commit to two years of sucking with Jared Goff and then start your rebuild? It's like, right. that's, and I'm a little worried about the Falcons going the same direction there. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least, you know, they're not committing to two years of a, a, a bad quarterback. They've got Marcus Mariota, and if he's bad or not, like at least they're out of it, you know? Right, right. And you're not in a situation where you're paying a ton of money for Marcus Mariota. It's like a two-year, 18-something million yeah, yeah, yeah. contract. Like, super simple. So you can start to build that roster around him. And then if you do suck this year, now you've got the 2023 rookie class, which is really exciting. And you'll ha- maybe have a roster a little bit more ready to, to nurture that player. And you're not doing yeah. like what the Bears are doing with Justin Fields, which is going to make it really hard for him to develop. Right, right. And I'm curious about, you know, if, if the Detroit Lions... And one of the reasons why I point out to Detroit Lions, their friends over at Bet Online, when the... When it all came down to what we thought was the final three for Deshaun Watson, which is basically the NFC South minus Tampa Bay, right? The New Orleans Saints, the Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers. The fourth highest odds to land Deshaun Watson at that time before Cleveland snuck back in were to the Detroit Lions. So I'm curious about where that puts them on the sort of uh, on sort of the you know list when it comes to the potential of where Baker Mayfield could end up. The other thing that 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 I, sh- I kind of look at as a connection there is the fact that a team that loved Baker Mayfield in his draft class year, in his draft year, were the New Orleans Saints. And at that time, that was head coach Sean Payton who was in love with him. And then you had the assistant head coach, Dan Campbell, who's now the head coach of the, mm. um, of the Detroit Lions. So I'm just looking at sort of these little kind of connections between maybe them and i'm just curious about whether or not that's like one of those mm. underrated places you don't think of that they could potentially you know land maybe it, it does seem like the odds on favorite is seattle right now mm-hmm. I, which makes if, sense yeah. in terms of like the job is there right right the job is there he's a, a more stabilizing presence and it pete carroll is old and isn't going to want to sit there and wait out two years of a rebuild mm. but I I like that for the Lions because right now the Lions seem like they're wading through a lot of muck. And when they get out on the other side, it's not really clear that they're not just going to end up with more muck. Right. And trading for Baker Mayfield at least gives you a vision for what the future is supposed to be, whether or not it's realized, you know, that's anybody's guess always. But at least you have a you're aiming at something and and teams that aren't aiming at something are the ones that that annoy me a lot that I always mean to. It's understandable. Completely understandable. And I think the, the other team to watch out for in all of this too is the Carolina Panthers, who to me are in a similar situation as the Detroit Lions, right? Like they just committed to Sam Darnold for whatever reason and could potentially be in this quarterback market still looking to develop or, or excuse me, looking to dedicate a lot of money to the quarterback mm-hmm. position. If they have Sam Darnold, if they bring in another quarterback, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see them feeling like they're in a little bit of a similar situation to Detroit, but maybe with a little bit more clarity in terms of the identity of their team, which is a very good defense. I mean, the Carolina Panthers are great defense. Mm-hmm. And so can you build, you know, can you get the right signal caller, the right passer in position in order to be able to take advantage of the little bit of weapons that they have over on the offensive side, especially if they can hold on to uh, Christian McCaffrey, who even even Christian McCaffrey got trade talk earlier on while we were at the Super Bowl. Everything, yeah. It was wild. It was absolutely wild. Yeah, and the Panthers have 
been really trying to do the aggressive quarterback thing. Like they are not resting on their laurels. They tried to trade for Matt Stafford last year. They end up going with Sam Darnold. They tried to get in on the Deshaun Watson thing, despite everything. Like they are looking to make a bold move and not just sit there and develop somebody you draft in the third round like the Texans are. Like they're trying. So I could definitely see them uh, making making that that push. Um, okay, update on the saga of the show. Right. So the Zadarius Smith news came that I thought came uh, came from Aaron Wilson, uh-huh. uh, who covers the Texans mostly, but also the NFL. Yep. And he tweeted out Vikings have signed Zadarius Smith, his actual count, not like a fake one. Uh-huh. Um, and it turns out he himself got faked out. Usually he tr- oh, he got got. He got got, and then it got everybody got. And usually he just copy pastes the transaction wire. So like when I see it from his account, then that's like it's almost official because I know that he's. But he does have some source reporting too. Um, yeah. So that yeah, but yeah, that an insider, all that great. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is that's that's how that got got. But I'm I'm glad we could all go go on this journey together. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, if you want to hear more from Aaron Wilson about the Deshaun Watson trade, great place to do that is Locked On Texans on Fridays mm-hmm. because he's a weekly guest over on Locked nice. On Texans with Cody and John. So a great little real little opportunity there. So Luke, we'll see exactly the way that the rest of this quarterback frenzy has worked out. But so far, it has not been disappointing. That much we can certainly mm-hmm. say. Yeah, it's a lot more fun. And then, it, like you said, it looked like it wasn't going to be fun, but yeah. but now it is. <laughs> um, look, it's going to be, I think, a couple of weeks of this. So we're going to keep talking about this on the Locked On NFL podcast. Shoot, maybe stuff happens tomorrow yeah. with Baker Mayfield. And you can hear it tomorrow with uh, James Rapine and Tony Wiggins taking you through all that. We're going to start talking a little bit of NFL draft stuff, I'm sure. Uh, over there and on all the episodes pretty soon. You can, of course, find the Locked On NFL podcast on YouTube. If you're more into the draft, go listen to the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. For Ross Jackson, I'm Luke Braun. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for watching live. If you're one of the the, the people uh, watching live here on YouTube on Locked On NFL, we will see you all tomorrow here on the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available on all platforms, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.